morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. Now, my main objective is to gain a 1% safe, secure, predictable, and consistent return on a weekly basis. I know 1% doesn't sound like a lot. A lot of people think it's a waste of time. But at the end of the year, when you see 60 70%, it's a different tune they're singing they say oh why can't i do that well here's your introduction you want to do it it takes a little time takes a little effort less than 10 minutes a day <coughs> excuse me let's just get started jump on in wednesdays not a whole heck of a lot happens is today wednesday or today thursday today's thursday oh my goodness see that today's thursday not a whole heck of a lot happens on a thursday we basically just look at what our positions are and see where they're moving and if there's anything we need to do come tomorrow. Because tomorrow options expire weekly. Actually, weekly and monthly options expire tomorrow. So we got a lot to look at. So let's just get started, see where all the positions are, and see if I'm up for any interesting, fun things for tomorrow. First on the list, Comcast, C-M-C-S-A. Let's take a look at that. I'm only going to look at the last 30 days because we've already bought Comcast, so we're already into it. And just to let you know, it don't look good. So we got Comcast back in December when they were coming up with their dividend. So we've already collected the dividend, and we've already collected, I believe, six premiums. Now, if you understand what a premium is, if we bought it at a certain price, we sell someone the right to buy it from us at a certain price, and we collect what's called a, a weekly premium. So let's take a look at the numbers 30 days ago today, we opened up at 44.56. A couple of days later, it was the 30-day high at 44.62. Now, you know what happens when you have a 30-day high. You're going to have some profit taken. This one just so happens to run three days, kind of went sideways, dipped down a little bit, went sideways. Uh, <coughs> and then, come Monday, we're dipping down again. So right now, we're sitting at 42. 32. So let me show you what my position looks like with Comcast. Now we got 600 shares at 43.85, sold someone the right to buy it from me at 43.50, and I collected a premium of 23 cents. Granted, that's not a lot of money, but remember, 600 shares at 23 cents a share, it adds up quick. And the main uh, goal for this particular account is $1,000 per week. Now, we've already surpassed the goal. I think we're at 1.5, but we won't really know until the market actually closes on Saturday. Find out what exactly we made for the week, but it looks like 1.5, 1.6. And I'm perfectly okay with that, even though the stock is below what I paid for it. Now, the main objective for a dividend investing strategy is to collect dividends from companies that increase their payments on a consistent basis. Comcast does that. They have, I don't even know what the statistic is of how many customers they have dishing out a whole bunch of money to them on a monthly basis consistently. Oh. I guess Americans are uh, uh, addicted to that television. I don't know. Anyway, we're sitting at 4231. This option looks like it's going to expire worthless, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Let's take a look at Ford because that's next on the list. Now, Ford did get some crappy news the other day only because... What actually happened is what we all knew what was going to happen. You know, this Green New Deal crap. Yeah, the, the, the Americans are finally saying, hey, we don't want this electric crap. And even if we did want the electric cap, crap, the infrastructure is not there. You want everyone to go to electric, but the electric grid cannot even handle what we already have. 
All right, so that just ain't going to happen no matter how you look at it. Let's digress for a bit. Ford opened up 30 days ago at 1208. A couple of days later, we're at the 30 day high at 1250. And as usual, 30 day highs, you get your profit taken. This one lasted four or five days, went sideways for a bit, a little bit more profit taken. Now we're sitting at 1106. Granted, that doesn't make me the happiest camper in the world, but we got 900 shares at 1150. And um, I sold off the 1150s for someone to buy it for me at 11.50, I might lose three cents, but I doubt that's going to happen because we're sitting at 11.07. We got what? Today and tomorrow before the market closes and see what happens to those options. All right. Next, General Motors. Exact same scenario. We The people have spoken and we don't want this Green New Deal. Hey, you're going to drive an electric car and you're going to enjoy it. Nope. Ain't going to happen. I don't know why. I don't know where these people on the, on the hill try to think they know better. They don't live in America. They just, I, I, you know, I, I'm not even going to go there. Okay, 30 days ago today, we opened up at 35.78, went sideways for a couple of weeks, made our high last Monday at 36.85. Now, you got your high. Of course, you're going to have some profit taken. Took three days. Profit taken, got a new bottom, went sideways for a bit. And our 30-day bottom, ladies and gentlemen, that's today, 34.42. Now, General Motors is one of the companies I like to buy because their book value is 44.78. They pay a halfway decent dividend. I'm into it at 36.37. I sold someone the right to buy it for me at 36. Really doesn't think that's going to happen. I'm just going to keep that money. Thank you very much. And then carry General Motors into next week. Now, why is Ford and General Motors on my list, even though they don't have dividends coming up uh, in the next week or two? Well, I call them stable stocks because the book value is higher than the purchase price. What does that mean? Well, right now, General Motors is at $34.69. If for some strange reason... Uh, General Motors goes bankrupt and they have to go to what, it, what they call the liquidation sale. They sell off everything, every asset General Motors owns and the investors. Hypothetically, if they don't find a way to screw us out of it, we'll get the book value, which at this moment in time, I believe it's $44.78, which is over $10 more than what I paid for the stock. And I'm okay with that. So I see that as no risk. Okay, you're buying something undervalued. Okay, the book value is $44.78. You know, don't hold me to that. That's the last time I checked. That's what it was. And I bought it at uh, $36. So I'm making money right off the bat if the bank, if the company goes bankrupt. But I really don't think they're going to. They've been in business for over 100 years. And they're probably going to continue making General Motors stuff. Anyway, next on the list is MS, Morgan Stanley. Now, let's check out the numbers from Morgan Stanley. They got beat up in the last couple of days. But really don't care. And I don't say that in order to be, you know, rude or anything to that effect. Morgan Stanley continues to increase their dividend payments to their shareholders. So I'm okay with that. Um, all the numbers look good. The premium that I collected is well over 1% and I'm happy with that. But let's take a look at exactly what's happened in the last 30 days. 30 days ago today, we opened up at 91.66. We got our high two weeks ago, which was 94.15. Now, you got your profit taking, and then for some strange reason, after the profit taking, she dropped. Now, when she dropped, she actually gapped down. Now, what does the gap down mean? That means there's no space between, I'm going to give you the numbers. Um, 
last Friday, the low was 89.43. Now, there was nothing at 89, nothing at 88.50, nothing at 88.70, nothing at 88.30. It doesn't hit until uh, Monday, which they have a high of 88.16. So there's a gap between 88.16 and 89.43. That's called a gap to the downside. Okay, so what does that mean? That means, well, historically speaking, gaps have a tendency to fill. Well, when is it going to fill? Unfortunately, we don't know that. But if we look at the year low for uh, General Motors, the low for the year of General Motors is 69.63. Now, am I going to hold it if it goes all the way down there? Sure, why not? It's got the book value. Uh, it's got a nice book value to it. And um, they continue to pay out their dividends. So I have no problem holding on to uh, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley is one of those companies that's going to be here after the shitstorm is finally done and over with. All right. Um, Wells Fargo, WFC. Let's take a look at the last 30 days for Wells Fargo. Uh, 18, there we go. 30 days ago today, we opened up at 5041. 28 days ago today, we got the high of the 30-day period, and that was 50.57. Now, some profit taken went sideways for a bit. Um, Try to challenge that high again at 50.47. That was on the 5th, which was two weeks ago. Now, you have a nice high like that. Of course, you can have some profit taken, which we did. And then, for some strange reason, she drops on Friday and to this week. And we're sitting at 46.23 at this moment in time. Now, <coughs> I have no intentions whatsoever to get rid of my Wells Fargo. They've been in business for over 100 years, and they've increased their dividends very nicely. I'm into it at 46.93. I sold somebody the right to buy it from me at 47. Now, I collected 48 cents a share, which is more than 1%, and that's my goal. 1% safely, securely, predictably, and consistently on a weekly basis. So at this moment in time, I am sitting right around 1.6% for the week. That's not going to be actualized until Saturday when options actually expire. And that's when I actually find out exactly what I made for the week, and I will update you on that. Now, next on the list, we're going to be looking at Clorox, because I do have some Clorox, CLX. Last 30 days for Clorox. Let's go back to here, the 18th of December. Here we go. 30 days ago today, Clorox opened up at 142.04. Basically, just went sideways. We hit the bottom four weeks ago at 139.80. Okay. Now, she's gone sideways, and we got high of the 30-day period, and that was yesterday at 145.44. Now you have a 30-day high, of course we're gonna have some profit taking. So where am I with Clorox? Clorox, I'm at 142.86. I sold somebody the right to buy it from me at 143. We're just a bit, we're actually at 143 at the moment. So if she can stay where she is, or go a little bit higher, I'll be back into cash come Monday with, with this position, but I'm not going to hold my breath for it because it's Clorox. It gets a dividend coming up in a couple of weeks. I have no problem whatsoever continuing to collect that premium and then getting that dividend. All right, COF. 
Capital One Finance, last 30 days. Let's take a look at this. Here we go. 30 days ago today, we opened up at 130.08. Went sideways for a couple of weeks. Hit the high on the 5th at 134.26. Now, you get a high of 30 days. Of course, you're going to have some profit taking. The profit taking is still going on because we're sitting at 123.99 at this moment in time. Where am I with Capital One? Capital One, I am at 128.07. But here's the thing. I sold the 127s. Now, you might be asking me, why did I sell it for $1.07 less than what I paid for it? Well, because the premium I collected was $2.19. You do a little bit of math, you subtract that that I'm going to lose out, and I'm still above my 1% with, with um, Capital One. I'm strictly a numbers trader, and that's just basically it. That's it, and that's all. Last one we're going to look at is Macy's. Macy's, another 100-year-old company, they're actually a dividend king. That means they've increased their payments to their shareholders for more than 50 consecutive years. So, of course, I'm going to jump into it and get me some Macy's. So, let's take a look. 30 days ago today, Macy's opened up at 1992. 29 days ago today, we had the high at 2050. A little bit of profit taking went sideways for a bit and then on the second the beginning of the year they must have had a really crappy new year's day parade macy's new year's eve new year's day parade must have been really crappy because from the second all the way to today nothing but well almost nothing but down she dropped went sideways for a bit and then dropped again and she's still dropping and we're at 1750 at this moment in time so where am i with macy's Macy's, I'm at 2032. The options that I sold are basically almost worthless. I could buy them back now and sell next week's, but I'm not going to do that because I just don't want to. Uh, all right, well, I'll wait till next week. I'm going to carry these into next week and probably do the same. But those are all the positions for this week. Uh, Again, we'll check in again tomorrow, right around 3.30, quarter of four, just before the market closes, in case we got to do some a little bit of adjusting. But it looks like out of all my positions, only one of them is going to turn back into cash. That looks like it's Clorox. But we don't know. We won't know until sometime tomorrow. But again, I have no problem whatsoever holding on to Macy's, General Motors, Ford, Capital One Finance, Clorox, <clears throat> uh, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, Comcast. I have no problem holding on to any of them and just collecting premiums and increased dividend payments on an annual basis. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for a safe, secure, predictable, and consistent 1% or more weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.